What's up, Houston, Texas? And Sam here, chilling with Flex Coach. Hey, it's your boy Iram. You know, Houston Zone. You already know what it is. H Town. Well, let the people know what you guys do. I do music. You feel me? I'm an artist. I good energy. I just like to make people happy and help the world. Hey, um, ditto. And um, also, we do music, movies, just pretty much all around. Like anything entertainment business related, you know, we're kind of dabbled in all kinds of like sponsorships and, you know, things like, you know, entrepreneurship yeah, just yeah. in general. So That's what I want to get into is like mm -hmm. how it started for you guys. You know, what was the initial sort of driving force behind pursuing this? It started for me when I first started smoking, me and my friends would smoke in the car and freestyle. And freestyling at first was just something we did for fun. But then, you know, when you're with your friends, you just start to get competitive. So you want to be better because I, I kind of sucked. I'm not going to cap. When I first started music, music was yeah. not for me. But over time, I, I just fell in love with it. And 10 years later, I'm still doing it. Now I'm signed to an independent label. Um, way more opportunities. I'm still opening doors. You know, I'm still, it's just a lot. And be, but music is amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, me, for me, it was kind of like um, just the business aspect of it um, mixed with the creative part because, you know, creativity is kind of fun, you know. Um, I was all into, like, the movie stuff more than anything. So, like, once I dabbled into music, I realized that, you know, I can focus on making the music videos kind of like movies. So that became, like, my, you know, drive to kind of get into it. But, you know, since then, um, I've been able to, like, use a lot of the money that I've gotten from that and put it into, like, businesses. Like, I just, just opened up a smoke shop, you know, in Richmond, Rosenberg. That's fire. Yeah, man. So it's, you know, it's something, like, a lot of people do it, but I'd rather, you know, have that than, like, a, you know, it's a convenience store or some shit like that. So, like, I just wanted to have something that I can, you know, put my studio at, you know, things of that sort. Yeah, so no, I mean, it definitely makes sense to have, well, when you're an entrepreneur mm -hmm. or a creative person, you want to do all these different things, but one avenue hits for you that allows you to do all these other things. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. And I think I've seen that you were uh, in Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fast and the Furious. Like um, that was actually, I mean, it was a crazy experience because it kind of like slingshotted my like momentum and like spirituality was, you know, because I look at everything like that. So, I mean, I was like a huge fan of the franchise anyways. So like, when I did it, it was crazy, but then two weeks later, Paul Walker had passed. So it was already just like a weird experience in general, but it taught me a lot. I got to work on a music video, you know, with his brother and a bunch of the actors involved. And it was a crazy experience. It just taught me like, you could really, like we don't have time to waste, you know? Every Facts. second is, like I always tell people this is a weird story, but you know, I was taking a piss. And that's when I got the, like, I started texting my agent about the, you know, like, I was just like, yo, my restroom time got me that role. Like, I always say this, it's a weird thing, but it's the truth. So. Yeah, for Yeah. Can you, uh, in, in your sort of journey, are there any pivotal moments like that where you, where you saw, like, oh, shit's actually working out? Yeah, I feel like when I first kind of got introduced to the industry, it was, it was in a crazy way, and, like, a way that doesn't just happen. I was at a mm -hmm. birthday party and I ended up meeting my friend Dex, famous Dex. This was like back in 2016. We became great friends like that. I went on tour with him and Rich the Kid. And that was literally when I still had like 2,000 followers. That was definitely mm -hmm. when I realized it was real. Anyone can do it. It's all about your mindset. That's crazy, right? Like the, you, you equate following count to how many opportunities you can have, or right. a lot of people is mm -hmm. doing. Well, with 2,000 followers touring with 
pretty big artist, it's like, right. it puts things in perspective that if you just put in the work and have that energy, like shit's gonna happen for you. Definitely, it's all about the energy. For real, let's talk about that a little bit too, like, um, you know, how do you maintain that level of energy and not get deterred by all the external stimuli or distractions or the negativity that, that is in abundance right now? I live in my own world, so I live in Indicaville, no matter where I'm at. Anywhere I go, if people are doing things a certain way, this way, that way, I still maintain myself. I try to just be positive, do as I want done to me. I try to keep my mind clear and just me living how I live, I'm able to keep my energy really high. Yeah, bro. What about you, man? Uh, how do you maintain like composure in this world? All the bullshit going on. Man, um, it's weird because like I always tell people like they'll be trying to show me like videos on like you know their their iPhones or whatever, some violent you know stuff going on overseas or whatever. Like I just never uh, contaminate my mind with it. I don't consume it, and I act like usually it doesn't even exist. And half the time, like the mindset will overpower that, and it really won't exist if right. that makes sense, you know. So. That's true. You know, Crazy, if you don't let it in, it literally doesn't exist. Right. It really doesn't. And yeah. sometimes that's what it takes for it not to like be, you know, in your in your atmosphere in general. So uh, for real, but I, th I think you have to have a solid foundation for that. Mm -hmm. You have right. to like believe in yourself and yeah. just really know that because when you don't have a core foundation or self belief mm -hmm. to an extent, you get deterred by all this other shit. You get yeah. swayed in any direction. Exactly. Yeah. By people, by energy, by forces. Yeah. Exactly. The core foundation thing's really, yeah, that's that's really essential because um, another thing about that is like, you know, when you were talking about like businesses in general, like I'm all about spirituality. I know you are too, you know, your, your third eye or whatever, you know, you want to call it. Um, like I'm all about empowering that. So like, cause at a young age, I was, you know, in the industry, I was, you know, signed to the same management as Rick Ross, right? So like, I really um, used to like look into like manifestations and this and that. And a lot of that stuff sounds cliche, but I was in on it when it was like early on. I was trying anything, you know, even yeah. if it was magical mushrooms, you know, whatever. Just right? anything to kind of expand and open up. Yeah, it was all about the consciousness thing. And I'm telling you, a lot of it like, really really works and it continues to unfold that way and that's where the core like foundation for me at least it comes from like it doesn't come from like material or you know just things of that sort you know you have to pair that with action like, there has to be action oh yeah, yeah, yeah that uh goes along with that mindset or else really yeah there's no energy. validation or else you're not going to see any you know right. the confidence is built through like it happening and then it happening that's again and then you just become more stronger about it, and it really does become, it's like a snowball effect, as I call it. Like, it's really crazy. You know, if you have it in your own personal life, you know that it's there. It's a real thing, so. But the thing that I was going to say that I forgot was, um, let's touch on some of the mm -hmm. elements that comprise that foundation. So what are some values or elements? Yeah. Um, I'm starting to go ahead. Okay. Um, really, like, it just comes from, like, just respecting, like, others, right? Um, really treating people as, you know, they would treat you. Um, there's just a lot of, like, you know, as you would want them to treat you, let's say. Right. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. You got to have different experiences to really be, like, a certain type of person. Like, I mean, like, example is, like, humility. You have to have a certain amount yeah, of humility. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what I wanted to touch on, like, in a tangible way. Because it can sometimes get misinterpreted. And, like, people like to hear kind of, like, specific shit. But I'm sure, I mean, mm -hmm. humility is super important, and mm -hmm. I've recognized that through my journey as yeah. well, where being egotistical or, like, flexing and doing all this other mm -hmm. shit doesn't mm -hmm. really 
Yeah. Like it doesn't really amount to that much. Yeah, yeah. And it impresses the wrong crowd. <laughs> Facts. That's exactly right. But there's still value in doing it though, because right. that crowd mm-hmm. can also help you succeed yeah, exactly. and, and become bigger. Right. And um, I'm just curious to hear like y'all's journey with that. Or yeah, perception. I mean, being an artist, I feel like for me to have came as far as I've came, I'm still really humble because at the end of the day, I'm a spiritual person and I believe in God. And I know that I'm just one small person on this huge planet, you know, and yeah. I believe that I'm in a position that I'm in because I'm meant to do things for other people to help others. So that itself keeps me, you know, leveled and just never let anything get to you when people are like, you know, because the better you do in life, people get faker. You know, the higher you go, people just get more like really, really nice, overly nice. But they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be that nice if you weren't where you are. I just make sure I, I stay myself in my mind and I just, you know, stay. I pay attention to everything meticulous, pay attention and just just be as good as I can be. No one's perfect. Sure. But that's just, a beautiful thing, by the way. It's like because it's really easy to get lost in, in that world and. Mm-hmm. Say I'm the shit. Like I have this. I've done this. Yeah. I've done that, and start treating people differently. Right. No. But it just takes away from your opportunity to grow right. and progress. Right. I've I've been fortunate enough to interact with a lot of people that have, you know, huge companies and make a lot of money, and the level of humility that they display it's like, is yeah. insane. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Right. Like I wouldn't probably do that if I had a hundred million dollar company. Like, Especially for like around like the suburbs too. Like you learn that you know people have money. It's like not supposed to be like some like you know. But like I said, in in a lot of different industries, it's seen as this like thing. And you know, so it's just one of those. I don't know. Let's talk about drive a little bit more again. Um, what are you guys driven by? Um, I just have huge goals that I want to attain, so because of that, that keeps me motivated. I feel like I want to do music, of course. I love music, this is my passion, but I'm not going to limit myself at music. Um, My ultimate goal in life is to definitely help homeless people more than we've been helping them, you know? I feel like a lot of people drive by and pass money here and there, but I feel like that's not enough, and I feel like someone, there's enough billionaires in this world where someone should have already done what I want to do. But because they haven't, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get huge in the industry. I want to open my own label. I want to do movies. I want to have a production company. And with that money, I want to take it. And in every state, I want to put at least three different apartment complexes where the people can live there for free. But they have to get their blood drawn, like, probably every Sunday. They have to be in some sort of, you know, they have to be doing something to... There's, like, accountability. Exactly. They just can't be on drugs, but they can live there until they get their mind right. So that fuels me to just. Yeah. That's really cool to hear. Thank you. It's really cool to hear because, again, from the outside looking in, you may not expect that. Right. You may think the person wants to be successful, make money, and obviously, money like is a byproduct if your intentions are pure. Right. It's also a byproduct if your intentions are, intentions are not pure. Right. And I think um, it just reflects on the character. Right. Thank you. What about you? Any any like sources of drive or um like in 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 a sense of like why like we chase our dreams touch them yeah because um i'll i'll contextualize it more then because again the normal sort of path that is laid out for most human beings is go to school get a job Mm -hmm. straying away from that not only takes a lot of courage it also you're you're betting on yourself mm-hmm. you got to have self-belief you got to deal with more bullshit more, more uncertainty so much yeah, more people sure. doubting you and 
yeah. being driven through that, through all of those things, mm-hmm. is like really difficult. So that's why I want to get oh, to like a million sources. percent. Yeah, I mean, dude, put it this way: I mean, I'm Pakistani, right? Like, I know all about it. You know, I went through that cultural like drift, and you know, I'm like like my mom supports what I do you know so it's like one of those things like I it's because she knows what I'm driven by at the end of the day she like I got into it when I was like I had I was in a serious relationship so you know I was like super driven I was signed to flow writer at the time and it kind of put me in this because I was just like a songwriter at the time when I was signed to him I didn't take the whole thing seriously but once I started seeing like you know dude just like what what it can do for you kind of like I don't know how to explain it. Like, I didn't stress about the relationship problems or the family problems or, you know, what they thought of me or judged me because I felt like my surroundings kind of validated it. And the more I was around it and, like, capitalizing on it, I knew that, like, I would pay them back at a certain point. Like, do you get what I mean? Like, I'll compensate for whatever I did make you go through or whatever. So that's kind of, like, the main, you know, drive driving point for me. For sure. That's, like, the self-belief thing again. Mm -hmm. You just bet on yourself and you believe. Exactly. But it's really hard to, like, lose that, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys have shitty days, too, where yeah. Yeah, fuck, yeah. this shit may not work out, or maybe yeah. this is it, this is the peak, and getting through that, I think, um, could be a lot, could be of a lot of value to people that are maybe yeah. just starting on their journey or going through something similar. Yeah, I mean, if you, like, I, I feel like, if you even feel like, uh, you know, you might not make it or whatever, you have some type of like you know self-doubt and like something exactly, right yeah. like you haven't you have some type of addiction or you have some type of habit that's keeping you back and you know it and you know you're helpless to it and you know that's the that's the way i see it this know? isn't for the weak it's definitely not Absolutely. for the weak for sure and you also have to be immune to the perception of other people right i think that's a big factor because we all seek validation yeah. Yeah. We all seek acceptance. Yeah. And doing exactly. something that strays away puts you in a more vulnerable position to mm-hmm. get judged, right. to take more bullshit than necessary. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. that's, a, that's a for sure. You, know, like, you have to be someone that's sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. 100%. For sure. No, I agree. I think, um, but that's what I'm trying to get to is, uh, or talk about is, like, it's so easy to get taken out of your element mm-hmm. by external forces. How do you maintain that, like, focus? You know, how are you always looking at the focal point that's driving you? Um, my faith honestly keeps me intact. I feel like the way that I operate is really just my, my belief in how people should treat each other. I feel like I stray away from people that I, you know, energy is energy and we can feel it. We can't see it, but we can feel it. You know people's energy. When you feel uncomfortable, it's because you're not meant to be around that crowd. I try to just really listen to my intuition at all times. And in doing that, I'm able to keep a clear mind because I don't surround myself with just anyone. And then on top of that, I'm able to stay focused, motivated. My energy's high. I'm not drained because I'm not around the wrong crowd. Right. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, my, my my take on that would be like uh, you were saying, like what doesn't distract you from like you know what others are thinking or whatever. I mean, really, like um, you you know you have to like stir up some emotions to get attention, right? So like. I mean, it's gonna happen either way. It's like if you know what I mean. If you're like trying to avoid it, then you're in like the wrong like, <laughs> right. industry or business. Yeah. So it's like, you know, my my whole like image or like whatever I'm doing, at least with my stuff too, and I know you are too. It's like you want to make like bold moves 
whatever it is. It could be music, acting, sponsorships, whatever, right? But you want to make like some type of like stir, so people are gonna talk about you. Like I'm trying to amplify that, if that makes any sense. You just have to know sure. that you got your circle. You know, we we know how we are, right. and if you're behind that fourth wall, it's kind of easy to like not be affected by it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's weird. No, I feel you though. I think um, you almost create mm -hmm. an image or a persona. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's immune because that's not really who you are. Yeah. But it has. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know. That's that's another topic, I guess. So not for sure. Staying authentic, mm -hmm. but also doing things that you know are yeah. going to resonate with people, that you know are going to stir emotions and get people emotionally invested. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's the balance for that for you guys? Um, I just try to always be me always be myself. If I do something and people get affected by it, I really don't care. Cause in my real life, I really don't care, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But how do you like balance that when you know if you do something, you'll maybe get more of a buzz or like stir people and yeah. more people will talk about you. How do you balance that? Staying authentic versus doing question. that? I feel like I'm naturally crazy. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I'm pretty down to do some crazy stuff. Like I'll jump off the top of the roof and do a backflip. Like that's just my personality It's Capricorn gang. So yeah. I feel like luckily I was meant for this. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for me, it was the opposite actually. Cause like I said, like, you know, the culture I'm from, you know, it's like Islamic, right? So like, you really have to balance it. You have to, or else it's too much, right? So like, my, like recently I had done like a partnership with OnlyFans and I mainly did it cause I knew it would like get some attention, you know, stir some stuff up, mainly just to bring it towards my brand name, you know? But like, you have to do it to where people don't unfollow you, but do it enough to where, you know, they're tuned in and they're just like, yo, like what's going on? Cause it's not normal for like a Muslim or like a Pakistani or Indian or whatever, you know, to be involved in something like, even though OnlyFans is not going that route, you know, with their brand at this point, but it's just like, it's one of those things, so you, you have to be able to do it. Yeah, you know, definitely. Or, or else, like, yeah. And I feel like just from both of us, our mm -hmm. perspective, our standpoint, I feel like both of us don't do anything that we wouldn't normally do anyways. Like, Facts. other people might judge it, but we're being true to ourselves. Yeah, we, so exactly. that makes the entire experience authentic, you know? Authentic, yeah. 100%, yeah. And, and there's so much beauty and value in that because when you start doing fake shit, like, it could make your stuff grow, yeah. but then you also fizzle out quicker. Yeah, you don't exactly. have that longevity, exactly. you don't have the foundation like we started this with. But And that's more how, like, a lot of those, like, you know, like, Dan Bilzerian and, like, those guys, like, do it. Like, and even actors, like, I feel like, artists are like real true to themselves like the art is more special rather than like if you're like an actor like you could be leonardo dicaprio right but like you're never playing like no one really knows your like character with art yeah. artists you know like the person at least a good you know portion of them so i agree with that i think mm -hmm. there's more vulnerability and authenticity mm -hmm. that's put on display yeah 100%. Um, for the world what else we could talk about uh let's talk about the only stuff Mm -hmm. what's the what's the thinking behind it or what it, what is it um basically like a year ago they launched like this OnlyFans partnership thing for like you know vip like uh, like got people that are trying to get on the you know the platform let's say like cardi b's on there i know jennifer lopez is on there they're they're becoming like more of like a corporate brand because they have bigger sponsorships now so they have to like, you know, they're promoting basically the people that have more clean cut stuff, um, more positive stuff, um, workout, fitness, 
pretty much like anyone that's like you know on a creative route rather than the uh, adult content side you know i've been trying to like pivot away from that somewhat not too much but somewhat you know to get they, to they're, they're just trying to cater to everyone they yeah. still you know like bella thorne's like posted on there like every other like week you know mm-hmm. so like um they still support they support everything they're just trying to cater to everyone that's all it is like that platform was originally made for everyone if you oh, remember wow. um the, what was the other one um Patreon. Patreon, yeah. So this was literally the same thing. Like I remember people that used to like give guitar lessons and stuff on OnlyFans and <laughs> during COVID it became this like thing, you know, this yeah. this whole like uh, you know, adult content like juggernaut and it's the money making opportunity for people. Exactly. Like, so how can I quit my job and- it's a wild thing, yeah man. So um at the time I was doing the show Miss Marvel. Uh, it's gonna be on Disney Plus. Actually, I was in Atlanta, and my manager he manages like a bunch of different like actors, like uh, Noel G. He, he that fighter Rampage Jackson. Oh, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So like they got in to OnlyFans the same time I did. So I was like a package deal with them. Like I got in as the, you know the third, the last straw, and and um, I kind of got lucky with it. Yeah, dude. Um, and it's just it, it works in my favor in in the sense of the cultural thing. If it was just a normal like thing for our culture, I wouldn't really promote it as much. But it's just the fact that they're really backing me. They like post all my stories and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let me find a way to make this work. So again, yeah. that's where the balance comes in. You know, let's say, and I definitely I can relate to that to to a certain extent where the cultural values that are projected on onto us. I mean, mm-hmm. our cultures have similar values. Yeah. Um, it just it doesn't allow it doesn't give you any room mm-hmm. to do any of this shit. No, it to doesn't. To be free to be yeah. on your own path on your own journey. Yeah. And it's especially like it's even more admirable, I, I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to be from that culture and to be able to do it. Yeah, I want to like I want to pioneer it. You know, someone else will do it if I don't. You know, because exactly. I'm first generation, so. And soon enough, someone will be like, hey, you know, and there is some people out there that are, you know, chasing their dreams that, you know, hats off to them. But for my culture, let's say, you know, but, yeah, dude. I mean, one example that comes to mind is Nav. I don't really mm-hmm. listen to his music like that, mm-hmm. but he still, like, made it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his whole situation is, uh, like, he works, um, I actually know his manager. So he works with, like, Cash and, you know, EXO and all them. So he's been... He's been working his, you know, ass off for a while, I think, doing, like, songwriting and making beats and stuff like that for them. So, yeah, man. There's there's different ways to get into the industry in general. So. Facts. Let's um, touch on the songwriting process, because you talked about that. And I've had other conversations with artists, and they kind of, um, they talk about how it's not something where you have a public image. Like, a lot of people don't know you for that but you're still making money and sustaining a lifestyle or you can make money and sustain a lifestyle. Right. So we could get like, we could talk about what it is behind the scenes or behind the curtain. Right. Um, so I don't songwrite for other artists. I only write my own music. What I, mm-hmm. so does that still pertain to me? Cause well, I've no, never I mean, written. You, you talked about songwriting. So. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, what was what was the question? It was about songwriting. You said what? Just like behind the curtain, yeah. As a songwriter, you know what mm-hmm. that what that world is like. And yeah, it's similar to like another job I do. I do like I do stand-in work as well for like a lot of Marvel shows. Like I'll never have screen time, but I get to like you know be stand like basically you're you're 
like creating the scene for the actual person to trace over like the actual actor once they get in like i was telling y'all you know so like uh with songwriting it's the same thing um it it's just for your own like i do it for my own pleasure like it's fun to see like artists that i've like looked up to at certain points like you know singing your song or something like i remember i helped uh chingy with like a good like portion of his album like maybe like five six songs you know just helping him getting on a whole different melodic route if that makes any sense so like with him it was different because i was a kid when he was like you know like super super fucking you know at a stardom level so it, it's it's a good experience you know it's just, just you learn it's for your own like happiness i think <laughs> You know? And you get paid from it too, like, but that's yeah, not that's why I do it. Part. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's the it is the best part. Yeah, but I totally don't do it for that though. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, but it's yeah. like the best part in terms of giving you a glimpse that you can do what you love and oh, get paid for it. Absolutely, there's absolutely. nothing better than that. No, and you get credits. Yeah, and doing stuff that you don't want to do. No, facts. Away. Facts. Same thing with you. Um, in in your writing process, how do you approach things? Or you, you know, just keep it kind of. I love music, so I feel like it's just natural. Like, I know when I'm supposed to be on a song, I just take to it immediately, and then the lyrics just start coming in my mind. And usually the way I write music is, so I do smoke weed occasionally. I usually try to keep it from like my creative purposes so I don't abuse it. And um, I'll pretty much just put a beat on, start like you know feeling it, start flowing, and I'll record it with my phone. And then I'll listen to it again, and I'll just write down the pieces that I liked, and I'll just do it like that. So I try to keep it natural so that it feels like me when I'm on a song, you know? Because if I'm yeah. going to put something out, and people have to listen to this, and I have to promote it and hear it a lot, I want it to feel, like, right. Right. But there's a level of work that goes into everything we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Repetition, staying aware of what the sounds are that people are fucking with more. Like, right. all that stuff, uh, we could talk about that process as well. How do you incorporate that? Um, I feel like if you're doing, if you're creating consistently and you're always focusing on your own path and not, you know, I have to know who's coming in the industry, but I don't have to know their music. I don't have to really stay, you know, I, that's how I keep myself pure. That's how I keep myself untainted and my music fresh so that when I do enter the industry, I'm bringing something new, you know? I don't sound like a watered down version of someone else or just, you know? I try right. to just keep to my style and just stay pure. And then sometimes that could take longer as well. Right. But it's just, you just keep going. And yeah, exactly. Keep the process going. Because it's fun at the end of the day. Yeah, but it is. But there's still stuff that isn't fun that you have to do. Right. And that's the thing I think people forget. It's like there's an illusion. I want to be my own boss. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be yes. an artist. So I can be free. So I can make money. So I can connect mm -hmm. with people, travel. Yeah. But there's still shit you have to do that isn't fun. Right. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. There's a lot of stuff. Um, so being an upcoming artist, one thing that you definitely have to do is connect, 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 connect. And not just online. You can have a zillion views on everything. You can buy a bunch of everything. But if people don't know you in real life, then people don't know you, you know? So getting your name out there has to be the hardest thing. But when you're natural, if you're really talented at what you do and you're, you're hungry, every time you step out, you stay in character, you remember your goal. Because everywhere I go, I'm always character. I'm always Indica, you know? But Indica's me at the same time. Like, I am my music. I love it. So this is what I enjoy to talk about and enjoy doing. But as long as you just stay focused, then it's literally. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what, what, what was what Were was you on? saying something? Or? No, no. Oh. <laughs> well, well, let's say, um, sorry, I can't really see your eyes. So I'm oh, not sure okay, okay. No, no. But um, yeah. 
in terms of relationships, I think there are certain elements that allow you to have relationships in an efficient manner. Um, what do you think that is for you guys in particular? Because you probably meet a lot of people. Yeah. And there has to be a level of like, you have to like know how to operate. Yeah. Where you can connect with people. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't fuck with them, like mm-hmm. on a deeper level, you can still connect with them because you see the value in it. Right. And um, I don't know how to say that because I'll give context again. Like I started mm-hmm. this because I wasn't really good at connecting or understanding mm-hmm. social cues on a level that makes other people feel comfortable. Right. And I was like really introverted and kind of like not, you know, fully present. I'm, I've done like two, three hundred of these now, mm-hmm. so I've gotten a little bit better, but... That's some people naturally have that yeah. right. they can just touch people connect with them and share that energy right. what do you what do you think comprises of that for you guys Not, I'm happy that I'm literally just naturally a people person I get it from my mom she's annoying like we would go to the grocery store by the time we left she would know everybody in the line with us and have people's numbers arranging for them to meet up and go on lunch dates so I feel like naturally that's just who I am like I love to meet people like like you said sometimes you do have to work with people that you necessarily wouldn't hang around if it was your you know by choice but with that I just try to keep it business minded and at the end of the day there's a goal and if the goal is going to be met sometimes you have to be uncomfortable yeah. no that's that's actually really on point um and even elaborate on what she said it's like I mean really you have to look at it like this I mean if you're like an adult right I mean most (laughs) of the relationships you should be making are like business related anyways so there shouldn't be like too many emotions attached in general right but like I don't know it becomes fun like it's just one of those things like when you vibe with like an executive or really just anyone that you feel like can bring you opportunity and you, you know that there's a relationship that's there you don't have to like fully love the person right but you can you see what they can do for you and it's never gonna be a comfortable vibe no matter who it is like there's never gonna be someone that's perfect you know even even in like love relationships right so even in like a, a, a label situation you know like if you're with a label you're gonna have to like play ball or else like it is what it is. Like right. it, it can get thorny. Like there's no other way to look at just it. Gotta, yeah, adaptability right. comes in. Yeah. But mm. if we can touch on that aspect yeah. a little bit more, um, there's like because I've I've heard from people. I had I had one of the co-founders of Young and Reckless on the podcast, and he talked about like successful people won't do shit for you. Like knowing them or connecting with them doesn't really do anything for you. It's your peers that are doing similar things that you're more likely to kind of gain value from. And I didn't really fully agree with that. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, yeah. I mean, obviously you meeting Famous Dex and becoming friends with him <laughs> yeah. and then going on tour with Rich yeah. the Kid and him, like, yeah. that did bring you a lot of value. Yeah. Um, but that sentiment, I think, lies in... I think what he's essentially trying to say is, like, don't go chasing up the ladder type right. shit. Like, don't go... I don't like to use the word yeah. cloud chasing. Yeah. That's yeah. essentially Definitely. what he's saying. Um, what's the balance with that? Um... Yeah, that's, that's facts. Don't cloud chase. Be yourself. Being yourself will open up doors that no key could, you know? So many doors have opened to me when I was in positions when I couldn't even benefit the person helping me, you know? And it was literally just because they could feel my energy. They knew I was real and they wanted to help me out. And in time, you know, now that I'm in positions to be able to help others, I make sure that I do that so I can continue the flow. That's awesome, actually, because uh, you'd be surprised how nice people are. Yeah, they, definitely. They really 
there's so many nice people that will do things and yeah, help yeah. you selflessly. But there's that assumption you just assume the other person's level of ego before you even approach. Mm-hmm. And people shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. You close yeah. doors right there. You, the energy, exactly. you can't connect yeah. with somebody if you mm-hmm. automatically think that you're under them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the same thing. When I was reaching out to people, there was a phase where I wouldn't hit certain people up because I thought, why would they do this? Like, mm-hmm. why would they do my podcast? I just started. And I have, um, I don't know if you guys know who Robert Greene is. He wrote 48 Laws of Power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Sounds I reached cool. out to his team. And I didn't think he would, they would be down. Like, I don't, you know, my shit's not that big, or in my head it isn't, but um, it's just a matter of reaching out. Yeah, definitely. And if they fuck with you, like, the, the story with that is kind of interesting because they see the value or the persistence. I reached out when I first started. They told me, work for, for a year, hit us back up. I worked for a year, I hit them back up with, like, two, three hundred episodes done and all these, like, chart That's placements insane. and all this shit in there like I love the persistence we'll do it. yeah but it's just a matter of like reaching out initially because I could have just said this it's not gonna happen why waste time exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah do you have any experiences with that um yeah I mean well when I first started out probably I was a little bit more nervous than I am now because I can't say it so much for now because the way I even get any features I get is because I DM people on all day like you know if you hit up about 20 people 19 might say no, but there might be that one yes. So you just got to keep that positive mindset that there is a door that you're going to walk through, you know? We don't know which one it is. That's why we have to experiment everything. If you don't try, you already lose. Big facts, yeah. Real. And there's also value in reach, reaching out to people within the ecosystem of the person that you're trying to eventually get to. Right. No facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you know you want to reach somebody, just reach out to the people they hang out with. Their friends. A little exactly. bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if they fuck with you, then you'll eventually get there. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's, that's how it usually works, to go back to what you were talking about, um, how you were saying the whole cloud chasing thing, right? Like, mm. like let's say with, with her, you know, like in California, like you're around these people like all the time. So like your FaceTime with them, you know, is not just one day. It's like all the time. Like I've seen you in like multiple Famous Dex videos, right? So that means... Like, you know, the relationship's a lot more than, let's say, like, I wanted to say that it, it really depends on, like, your city you live in, right? Like, if, if someone comes visit Houston, you meet them at an airport, like, you get a picture, it's not going to do nothing for you. But I feel like that's why, I like, traveling, like, I feel like in, in L.A. and in Miami, you know, if you just live out there and you work under whatever, you know, situation you got going and really stay in their faces, right, you're good to go. But you really have to be all about this whatever that is you know it could be your business True. whatever it is you have to like kind of disconnect for at least whatever your timeline is like a year or two whatever but you have to do it you know it's worth it so 100 percent. i mean it's so there's so much value in being in an environment that mm-hmm. has like-minded people on various Absolutely. different levels um but i think that's getting a little distorted now with the mm-hmm. internet and especially oh, yeah, like yeah, covid like everyone's inside people fuck with each other off the internet now and so yeah, yeah. But it's still, there, like, no amount of virtual experience can replace being in that environment around exactly, these people. yeah. And I'm sure you learned a lot from being on tour, being around these people. Right. And just absorbing, like, the energy and the vibes and everything. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, one of the things I learned is, like, like we said earlier, uh-huh. that people at the top are very nice, you know? That was, like, the first thing I noticed right mm-hmm. off the bat. You know, Dex took care of all his family, his friends. He was real nice. He would see artists that were nowhere near his level, still show them love, still do music, just very humble. And so I picked that up real fast. And I also learned is that's when I first realized like 
how real energy is, you know? But I think that's when I realized I was in control of my own future. It's all in the mind. It was from being around people like that who have already made it to where I'm headed to. And it could be confusing, right? Because that side of him may not come out to the public. Right. Like you can just hear that from people that are around him and you could just see other things right. that come out and people paint that sort of picture in their head of who the person is. Right. But I think it's a core value that a lot of successful people have. Just humility and being selfless, but also driven enough to where you're not just doing charity work. Exactly. You know, like you can't just, can't just be out here pulling people up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Facts. Big facts. Yep. Yep. Well, we're about 40 minutes in. We can wrap this up if you want. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. We talked about energy, positive vibes. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Iron, for bringing me with you. Shout out to OnlyFans. Shout out to Exotic Pop. We yeah. out here. Appreciate you guys pulling up. Please let them know where they can find you on Instagram, where they can find the music, anything else. Um, well, you can get me on Instagram at iRoam927. She's on there at Indica Sam. And then I, we're both on Apple Music, Spotify, pretty much everything. Her new video just came out with PP Cocaine, which is sick, called <laughs> Elon Musk. So go check that out and tune in. I saw you on top of the Model X with the flame tour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Elon yeah. Musk. <laughs> so yeah, tune in and uh, official OnlyFans music video coming out soon. It'll be out on the actual platform. Y'all follow uh, at OnlyFans on Instagram right now. Right. Oh yeah, uh, and Indica Sam is Indica with a K. I N D I I N D I K A S A M.